now. Recording in progress. Are you ready? Yes. You're good to go. And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the November 2nd, 2021 uh, Technical Advisory Committee. And I will turn it off to Ashley to begin the um, meeting proceedings here. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon. My name is Ashley Breyers. I'm a transportation planner, and I'll work alongside Jeff Crick, who's the chair, to facilitate the meeting proceedings. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast live on the city's YouTube channel and public access channel 25. During the meeting, when you are not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found on the lower left-hand side of the Zoom menu next to the video icon. When you are muted, a red line will appear over the icon. Muting your microphone during the meeting will make it easier for everyone to hear. You'll just have to remember to unmute if and when you want to speak. In some cases, we may mute or unmute people as needed to minimize the distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name and title for those for the benefit of those listening remotely. You can turn your video on and off by clicking on the video icon on the menu. For the purpose of this public meeting, please keep your video on when you are participating in the meeting. When you're not participating, it's okay to turn your video off. Just remember to turn your video back on when you are participating. If you're participating by phone, you can click star six to unmute your phone. For those using Zoom, somewhere on your screen, you will see a choice to toggle between speaker and gallery view. Speaker view shows the active speaker, gallery view tiles all the meeting participants. Individuals who registered in advance to provide public comments remotely will be called upon by name. When I checked this uh, an hour or two ago, no one had registered. Um, so we'll see if anybody shows up. When you're, if they're called on, they'll need to state their name. The chair will then call for in-person public comment. Currently, we don't have anyone here. All motions will be need to be stated clearly. After a motion is made and seconded, I will call on each member individually to provide their vote. I will then announce whether the motion carried and the count of the vote. So now I'll turn the meeting back over to TAC Chair Jeff Crick for roll call and introductions, which I guess he could turn back over to me. However you want to do that. <laughs> Jeff Crick, Planning and Development Services. Ashley, I'll turn it back to you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so going in alphabetical order by last name, we have Crick. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services with the City of Lawrence and Douglas County Planning Office. Uh, DeVries? Oh, Margretta. Hi, I'm Margretta DeVries from KU Transportation Services here for Aaron Quisenberry. Uh, we have Cronin instead of Melinda. Yep, correct. Present, City of Lawrence. Okay, we have Wendy Corner. Wendy Kerner with Lawrence Transit. I'm in Adam Weigelstead. And we have Glenn Rodden. Present. Baldwin City, City Administrator with my fortification, my coffee. Don't worry. Nice. All right. We have Lindley Sanford. Hey, Lindley Sanford here, City of Lecompton, City Clerk. All right. Allison Smith. Oh, Smith, KDOT Planning. Thank you. Chad Voigt? Yes, Chad Voigt, Douglas County Public Works. And Allie Weems? Allie Weems, Management Intern with the City of Eudora. Thank you. And then we also have Cecily. Yes, Cecily Cochran, Federal Highway, Kansas. Thank you. So that should be everyone. Ashley, thank you. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. That moves us on to item B, which is for public comment. Uh, and Ashley, I think you've already said this, I just want to confirm it. There's no one in the room and we have no one signed up. Is that correct? Okay. Thanks. That's correct. All right. 
Well, seeing that there's none of that, uh, no one there to talk on public comment, we'll go ahead and move to item C, which is the approval of the October 5th minutes. Anybody have any changes to that one? I'd be happy to entertain a motion to consider. All right, everybody wants. I'll move to approve Allison Smith K. Lindley Sanford, City of LeCompton, second. Tenth Craig Planning Development Services. We have a motion and a second there. There's no further discussion. Ashley, would you mind calling the roll, please? Yes. Thank you. Ashley Barrios, Transportation Planner. Jeff? Aye. Margreta? Aye. Dave? Aye. Wendy? Aye. Glenn? Aye. Lindley? Aye. Allison? Aye. Chad? Aye. And Allie? Abstain. Okay. So the motion passes eight with one extension. Jeff Craig Planning Development Services, thank you all. Um, that moves us to item one on the regular agenda, which is to talk about the 2022 Unified Planning Work Program, or as we all knowingly love it as the UPWP. And Ashley, feel free to guide us through it. Thank you. Uh, Ashley Breyers, Transportation Planner. Let me get to the right tab. There we go. So the Unified Planning Work Program states what work we're going to be doing for the year. And we write one every year around this time and get it approved around this time. So for our work in 2022, we're going to be replacing Transportation 2040 with Transportation 2050. That's due by March of 2023. So that'll be our main work product during next year uh, and the next year some of it. We'll also be working on the completion and approvals of the Lawrence Pedestrian Plan and the Regional Pedestrian Plan, as well as updating the Title VI and Limited English Proficiency Plans after we finish the Public Participation Plan, which we might all roll that together. We're still thinking about that. We'll be developing a new TIP, the 2022 TIP, and we'll be implementing our various plans, as well as the new mo uh, Mobility Planner, We'll be working on doing this, the various things with the paratransit and human service providers in the region. This was available for public comment. We did not receive any uh, comments. Have any questions? Any questions for Ashley on item one? Jeff Craig Planning and Development Services. Um, Ashley, just, just remind me real quick. Um, maybe this is just something to put out there for, for all to consider here. Where do we, we talk about doing transportation 2050? It's on a five-year cycle. So this is it's coming due and it's it's lifespan where one has to be retired, the next one has to come online. When does the next one have to be be on the books and ready by? 
Sure. Yeah, Ashbury's transportation planner needs to be done by March of 2023, and so it is a it's a five year cycle. Uh, we completed the last one in March of 2018, so it's just time again. Excellent. Thank you, uh, Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Any other questions for Ashley on this item? If not, I'm always happy to entertain a motion. I move to accept the 2022 Unified Planning Work Program. Wendy. Second, Glenn Rodden, City of Baldwin. A motion and a second on the item there. Uh, seeing, or excuse me, any other discussion real quick before we go to the vote? All right, Ashley, would you mind reading roll please? Yep, Ashley Bryce, transportation planner. Jeff? Aye. Margreta? Aye. Dave? Aye. Wendy? Aye. Glenn? Aye. Lindley? Aye. Allison? Aye. Chad? Aye. Allie? Aye. Right, motion passes nine to zero. Ashley, thank you. That moves us to item number two, which is the 2022 safety targets. All right, Ashley Breyers, transportation planner. I had a hard time unmuting there for a second. Going to share my screen again. Okay. All right. That date was not updated. Uh, so we looked at this presentation in on October 5th. And so this is the same presentation that we reviewed at that meeting. Uh, every year we are required to set safety targets utilizing a couple of years prior data. So we received the uh, 2020 data over the summer. And so we discussed the 2020 crash data and how uh, it relates with projections and setting 2022 targets at our meeting. We then had a 15 day public comment period on these targets and we received one public comment. It was from KDOT. And it was actually more about a formatting or a language thing. It wasn't anything to do with the actual targets themselves, but I updated that on the sheet. And we're going to talk about it today and hopefully we'll forward a recommendation for approval to the policy board for their November 18th meeting. The 2020 crashes were mapped like this, and you can see that the circle, black circles are vehicle crashes and the squares are pedestrian crashes. We had 18 fatalities in 12 crashes and 23 serious injuries and 21 crashes, and then three non-motorized fatalities and serious injuries. The data, we looked at the data a little bit differently last year and this year, we're continuing on with that. 
before we looked at the data, just how KDOT gave it to us, it was by each city or unincorporated Douglas County. And when we then looked at the data by who maintained the roadway, it showed a different picture. So before uh, looking at fatalities, unincorporated Douglas County had 13 fatalities. Then we went, when we looked at it by who maintained the actual roadway, who could do something about the crashes, they only had three and then KDOT had 10. So this was a different way of looking at the data and how we've switched our performance measures to uh, show things. So this then shows who owns and maintains the roadways. Uh, there have been several crashes along Highway 56 that were all owned by KDOT and then one six person fatality crash on K10 that was owned by KDOT. And you can see the couple of other ones there. Here's the data for the last few years, just kind of looking at trends. 2020 did have higher numbers than the previous few years. Uh, as somebody said recently that they thought it was because there was less congestion so people could drive faster, which then led to you know, more impactful crashes that led to fatalities. This has shows the type of crash. So quite a few of them were other motor vehicle. There was one where they hit a median, another where they overturned. Then looking at serious injuries, we have 22 vehicle crashes and one pedestrian serious injury. Then the serious injury who owns and maintains the road. Again, KDOT has quite a few there. And then the city of Lawrence has several within the city. And it also shows the uh, type of crash pedestrian or vehicle. Here's over the years, our serious injuries have gone down since 2019 at least. And so that's something. Then the types of crashes, there were quite a few fixed objects and then other motor, motor vehicles side impact. And then the non-motorized fatalities and serious injuries over the years. And then the targets. So these targets were what, which, which was give, put out for public comment. And so our number of fatalities 2022 target is 14.9. And that is using the average five-year average of data prior to that for all of these. Then we have the rate of fatalities per 100 million VMT is 1.1. Number of serious injuries is 24.1. Rate of serious injuries is 2.4. And the non-motorized fatalities and serious injuries is 3.3. So those are our targets for the 2022 Douglas County five-year average target. Any questions? Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Actually, the one question that comes to mind, and I, I don't know if we know the answer to this yet or not, but when we talk about the performance measures and, and T2050 coming around and online, is there, are the measures that we have going to be the measures that we take forward or is that the opportunity where we can 
look at the measures and say this is the data that we want to measure that are not the federally required ones. So kind of like some extra ones we want to add in. Is that the moment we would have that discussion? Ashley Breyer's transportation planner, yes. Uh, that is our the plan. We have 27 performance measures, which are a lot, and it takes a lot of work to, to coordinate and maintain. And so part of the discussion will be, which ones do we really need uh, besides the federal ones that we're required to have? And which ones tell us something that's useful that we can help us implement our plans? Thank you. I, I thought that was the case, but I just wanted to confirm my memory. Um, I didn't. I didn't fortify like Glenn did. He, he came prepared with the coffee, and unfortunately, I, mine is running out, and I didn't get it. So he's yeah. See, I got that ball right there. That's what I should have been at. So Absolutely. thank you for confirming that. <laughs> Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Any other questions for Ashley on this item? And Ashley, just want to confirm here, you do need a motion on this this item. Okay. Yes. City of Lecompton, Lindley Sanford here. Motions to approve the 2022 safety targets draft. Dave Cronin, C. Lawrence, second. Jeff Crick, Planning and Development Services. We have a motion and a second on the item. Um, any further discussion? All right, seeing none. Ashley, would you mind calling roll, please? Sure. Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. Jeff? Aye. Margreta? Aye. Dave? Aye. Wendy? Aye. Glenn? Aye. Lindley? Aye. Allison? Aye. Chad? Aye. Allie? Aye. All right. Motion passes nine to zero. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. And that moves us to, excuse me, Jeff Crick Planning and Development Services. That moves us to item three, which is a conversation, or excuse me, an action related to Transportation 2050 Steering Committee and Advisor Workgroups. All right, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. I'm going to share my screen. Okay. Hopefully you can see that well enough. Yeah, so the Transportation 2040 work is going to be kicking off at the beginning of the year. And so we would like to set up the steering committee and advisory or staff advisory committee to guide this work. The steering committee that we had last time was very staff heavy and it was just this one steering committee. For the pedestrian plan and the transit route redesign work, we have tried a different method with having a resident uh, developed or a steering committee that has different resident resident citizens on it and then a staff advisory committee who's separate from that so that way we get the the public's help guiding the plan and then we have the staff tell us you know other elements that we need to know so this is the list from last time like i said and this is the list that we are presenting to you today for consideration so for the steering committee part we have uh, a Baldwin City appointee from the Baldwin City Council, a Eudora appointee from the Eudora City Commission, same thing for LeCompton, uh, somebody from Haskell, 
somebody from the Lawrence Area Neighborhoods, somebody from the Lawrence Multimodal Transportation Commission, from the Public Transit Advisory Committee. The MBO Policy Board has two planning commissioners on it, one who's a city rep and one who's a county rep. So we're thinking that might be good to have. And then Livewell Douglas County, the Built Environment Group, the Bicycle Advisory Committee, United Way Human Services Coalition, and then the KU uh, Transit Commissioner. And then for the staff advisors, we're looking at this group, which is mostly TAC. Uh, so somebody from Baldwin City, Eudora, Compton, then Sustainability, Federal Highways, Federal Transit, KDOT, uh, Lawrence Douglas County Planning and Development Services, Public Health, MSO, Transit, and RTAC and KU. So we're wondering if you think of any other, other groups that should be on either one of these lists and what your thoughts are on that. Ashley Allison Smith KDOT. Um, on a recent, I can't remember if it was the redesign project or not, but we had um, somebody representing equity hmm. groups, and I can't remember who that was exactly. Yes. Uh, um, Ashley Rogers. Maybe they're with the city. I can't remember, but. Yeah, so we on the pedestrian plan had the Lawrence uh, equity and inclusion director. Okay. That, yeah. So the, the question though is, is if he's Lawrence spoke uh, focused and this is a countywide plan, should he be included or not? Yeah. So this that's is Mark DeFries from KU. Wouldn't some equity be better than no equity and perhaps they could have a more global view for its purpose. Alison Smith KDOT, I would agree with Margreta um, and that individual could broadly speak to equity and likely knows some of the concerns of the rest of Douglas County, just from their involvement in various groups and initiatives. Thank you, I added that in there. So, yeah, it's a very hot topic in USD DOT work right now, um, and it's ongoing, um, something that KDOT's been working on as well, so. If create planning and development services is any other thoughts or comments on the list? And Ashley, if you don't mind, would you scroll to the, the upper list there just real quick? I, the, the one that, that jumps out at me, and I, I don't know about interest on this one, is, is Haskell and KU are on the list. And Baker would be interested in, in participating or 
um, they on the um, sorry, I tried to thought there left um, being being part of this team also might be they might have consideration on that item. Uh, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. How does the group feel about the Chamber of Commerce? Or I guess all of them, because there's ones for each of the cities, except for La Compton, I believe. Allison Swift Kate, I think that's probably a good idea. And it's probably a common thing with MPOs. Now I know it, Mark, that they're involved. Do you think that would be on the steering committee portion or on the staff portion? Um, that's up to this group. I mean, that's whatever capacity you feel they should be involved. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. I guess my, my initial reaction that would probably be on the um, the upper list here, not the not the staff advisor list, but the one above it. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, steering committee. Thank you. Um, I think that would probably be in, in line with that because you can there's a lot of alignment. I think between the work that we see from other members on the steering committee and and the work that the different chambers of commerce are doing too. So it, it seems to fit well there. I think. I am thinking about the equity and inclusion topic. I'm wondering if the steering committee might be appropriate to invite someone from Student Senate beyond our Transit Commission. All the Transit Commission members are not necessarily members of Student Senate, but equity and inclusion is a major topic for students in the Student Senate this year, and it might be good to at least invite them to attend and see if they are interested. Oh, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. One thing I'd say is if you're okay with this list, we would recommend it to the policy board. But if something came up between now and the policy board meeting, we could always adjust the list um, for their final approval. Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. Ashley, is, is that if we find out that somebody doesn't want to participate or would rather not participate, then we would just remove that, just indicate that that response and remove it from the list. Is that what you're referencing? I'm more referencing if we realize we've missed somebody and we need to include them. Okay. 
Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. I, I'm comfortable with that. I think that makes sense to make sure that it doesn't pin pinball back and forth for a little while and also let's kind of get moving on knowing that we've got a, a plan to move forward a little bit on. Um, I guess a question to the group. Is there any anything else strike anybody that needs to be added or adjusted on the, the two committees? Wendy Kerner, Lawrence Transit. I just have a question. Do you guys ever have um, just general public hear about these these groups and ask to be included? Uh, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. We've had people just attend the meetings, but not be on the actual steering committee. For the pedestrian plan steering committee for Lawrence, we ended up putting an at-large appointed person from the MPO policy board. It was the first time we'd ever done anything like that. And I, I don't know, we only had a few people apply to do it. And so it didn't, it wasn't like an overwhelming success as far as we need to do that on all future steering committees. Thank you. Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. Everybody's comfortable with, with the list and likes the route that it's it's lining up. Um, this is on our agenda for action. Jeff Allison Smith of KDOT. Um, did I see um, Kansas Turnpike on there at all? Oh, good point. Sorry, that was almost a big miss. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this. KTA is good. Okay. Excellent addition. All right, Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. How does everybody feel about this one? <laughs> also very, always happy to entertain a motion if we think we got it where we needed to be. Wendy Kerner, Lawrence Transit. I recommend approval of the Transportation 2050 Steering Committee and Staff Advisors. Allison Smith, KDOT Planning, I second. Jeff Craig Planning Development Services have a motion and a second to approve the Steering Committee and the Work Group. Um, any other discussion? All right, seeing, seeing none. Ashley, if you don't mind. Yep, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. Jeff? Aye. Margreta? Aye. Dave? 
Aye. Wendy? Aye. Glenn? Aye. Lindley? Aye. Allison? Aye. Chad? Aye. Allie? Aye. All right, motion passes nine to zero. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ashley. And that moves us on to item number four, which is just a discussion item on measures four and 23. It looks like some updates on the data for those two. Yes. Uh, Ashley Breyers, transportation planner. Share my screen. Okay, so when we did Transportation 2040, we developed 27 performance measures and we said we would update them on a, when they, when it was time to update them. We ended up developing a rolling schedule of updating the measures because we discovered that we could never update all of them at once because of the various times that data was available. And so the, these are two of the measures that have been updated. This first one is the transit trips um, per vehicle revenue hour, unlinked ones. And not surprisingly, the numbers fell in 2020 uh, because of COVID is just why it is. Um, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see where we're at next year and then the year after that. So we had been increasing on like demand response. Oh. The other one is the daily vehicle miles traveled per capita. And that also went down, again, assuming because of COVID. Um, so again, it'll be interesting to see where we're at next year and the year after. So these are the two data sets that are being updated and they're not, they don't have targets, so they don't need to be approved. We will just incorporate them into the Transportation 2040 PDF on the website and then also on the performance measures section of the Transportation 2040 website. Great planning and development services. Ashley, thank you. Um, I, I expected a dip. I don't know if I expected the numbers that we actually saw in our data. So that, that's a little, and you see it in, in that long comparison of the history of it, that's, it's a bit of a, an eye catcher. So it's interesting to, to catch on to that. Do we know when we expect the 2021 numbers to be available? So Ashley Breyer's transportation planner, both Wendy and Margareta do that work for the respective agencies. And do, do one of you want to answer that? Well, this is Margareta DeFries from K Transportation Services. Um, I have a comment about the dip. Um, you know, KU was so online last year. The uh, in a, not operating for two months of service, which was a pretty significant hit. Uh, the ridership was actually down nearly 85% across the KU routes. And that is a big part of that huge drop in ridership. The numbers for 2021, we sort of process them on a rolling basis. So I don't know when we usually provide them to Ashley for this purpose, but surely we can do that at whatever point she asks for them in 2022. This is Wendy Kerner with Lawrence Transit. I usually have the ridership um, info 
completely compiled by um, usually February, because that's when I start my national transit database reporting. And I should have it around that time. Sometimes it goes, uh, sometimes I end up having some corrections that have to be made. Um, the NTD, National Transit Database Report, isn't due until April 30th of 2022 for 2021, the calendar year. And it, you know, you might have some minor little changes, but I usually let Ashley know when we have a change like that. I was going to say, too, with the 2020 drop, paratransit service, which is our TLIF service, the door-to-door -door service for the disabled, um, was reduced probably by 90%. You know, those are very often the most fragile, you know, consumers of public transit, and they canceled up almost all of their trips. Cottonwood had closed, so there were a lot of reasons that contributed to that huge dip. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. Oh, one other thing is this measure, we, ha we had it ready to share with you all earlier, but we only had one measure, so we were waiting until we had more measures. So I imagine we'll probably have the next one late uh, spring, early summer, somewhere around then next year for you. Jeff Craig, Planning Services, thank you all for, for that. That's, it's going to be an interesting number to keep an eye on and, and see how 2021 is affecting those too because it's it's still got some some ramifications going on. It's I think it's safe to say there. So but it, it's interesting data to watch. Any any other comments or questions on the data? Jeff Craig Planning Development Services aren't seeing none. That would I'll go ahead and call call item four closed on that item. We'll move on to our quick updates. And Ashley, you you, just, you got all the all the items today. So yes, we forgot to say it was the Ashley show today, but uh, <laughs> here we are. So I am Ashley Breyers, transportation planner, and I'm trying to find my tab. Oh, okay. There we go. So the first update is about the pedestrian plan. If you haven't watched our video, we are proud of it. And it's available on this website here, lawrenceks.org slash MPO slash ped plan. And it talks about the progress we've made since 2016 and why people should participate in the survey that we're undertaking. And you can click that button to get to the survey. We are going anywhere that will have us to talk about the pedestrian plan. Uh, unfortunately, it turned cold right before we started doing this. So we're bundled up in our coats outside uh, trying to talk to people. Um, the survey so far has 290 responses, which is exciting. Um, we're also doing a public participation plan update. Uh, we're working on the public participation plan with Florence Transit. And so we wanted to make sure that survey was available when we were doing these other two surveys. And so we're getting input on that as well. And then for the transit route redesign, uh, they're doing a survey as well. And they're tabling with us at most of our locations and talking to people about the two proposed scenarios. The scenarios are a lot more complicated than our pedestrian plan survey. And so 
that's why they have fewer responses because you have to really sit and think about the different scenarios before you respond. We don't have an update for the land use and transportation best practices, and we've not had the time to work on it because of all the pedestrian plan information. Our work for the monthly KDOT update, Allison sent a, a revised link, so I'll make sure that this is um, updated. So all this information is here. Um, that's all of the quick updates. Does anybody have any questions about any of those? Okay, Planning Development Services. Any any questions for Ashley on on the updates? All right. Well, seeing none, that moves us along to other business. Does anybody have any other business for today's meeting? I'm going to take Zoom silence as, as a no, so we'll go with that one there. And then our next meeting, it looks like, is going to be on December 7th. It'll be upcoming on that one, so keep an eye on on that for those next meetings there. And uh, Jeff, one. yeah, one thing, uh, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. We are thinking we might be able to cancel the December meeting, so we'll let you all know if that happens. Craig Planning Development Services and keep, a, keep an eye on the updates in the inbox to see what happens on that one. So, all right. So we may or may not be meeting on December 7th, depending upon if we have anything to talk about. So we'll adjust on that one. But otherwise, that brings us to the conclusion of our agenda for the day. So, um, and as I always have to remind myself, we don't need a motion on this one. So we can just call the meeting to an end here. So everybody, thank you for joining us this afternoon and stay well and in touch. And we'll see you soon. Thanks. See you later. Hey, thank you.